I don't know why I was screaming, but welcome to our first ever episode of Wait, Wait am I toxic? <laughs> wow. Wow, not us recording. I know. I How are you it. feeling? I feel good. Yeah. Good. I feel a little bit nervous. Yes. Yeah. But good. Yeah. How are you? I feel. First of all, I don't feel like I'm recording. Yeah, same. I feel a little bit nervous, yeah. but equally excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. We're going to bring you lots of good content. Yes, yes, yes. God willing. Amen. <laughs> no, we will. I I'm going to say in tune. Um, but yeah, welcome everyone. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. I feel like at this point, it's probably going to be our friends mm-hmm. and family. So hey, friends. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah. Do you want to introduce? Yeah, should we introduce ourselves? Yes. Who am I? Oh, God. How on earth does one introduce themselves? I'm Fola. Hi, Fola. Um, I am... I hate talking about jobs. I was going to say my idea for work, <laughs> but I really don't like the idea of that defining me. But I am a software engineer. Okay. <laughs> Cheeky plug. Cheeky plug <laughs> of some kind. Um, why do you... Why do you think... No, actually, maybe let's talk about that after. Um, what else is there about me? I'm from Nigeria, Ooh. which I'm hoping you already know because my name is Fola. Um, I live in East London, born and bred. Well, bred somewhat. I was also bred in Essex, but I don't claim that part of my life. Um, what else is there about me? That might be interesting. Tell us about yourself. Uh, so you're Nigerian. Yes. Your name is Fola, mm-hmm. not well, is is Shade. Follow Shade. Follow Shade. Yeah. Um, and you're from Hackney. Yeah. Originally, born Originally and bred. Born Currently born. living in Dagnam. Dagnam. Dirty Dags. <laughs> Dirty Dags. Daglanta, as apparently they call it. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like what else is there? Anyway, who are you? Who am I? Do you know every time somebody asks me that question, I'm so tempted to be like, I am the great and saver. <laughs> <laughs> Parado Parado era. Era. Lyrical MC. <laughs> that was actually on bits and pieces. That was my bio. Really? It's, it, it feels so natural. To say I just that. feel like when that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, who am I? Um, so my name is Rokia. You can call me, if you're white, so you can call me Rokia. I recently started a new job and everyone's like, Rokia, Rokia. And I'm like, mm, okay, we can run with Rokia. <laughs> um, yeah, I am mixed race. Um, my mom is white British and my dad is from the Caribbean. From the Caribbean. 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 I was like, girl. (laughs) That's it. Um, Yeah. So I thought that will nip that in the bud because people have loads of theories as to where I'm from. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's me. Pretty basic. Um, What else about myself? I find it really awkward talking about myself. Same. Because I feel like I'm going to like throw out loads of things that don't really actually define me. Yeah. I think Um, it's awkward when you're asked to talk about yourself. Yeah. If someone asks you questions that are about who you are, then it's easy to answer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so headlines, I guess. (laughs) Rakia, mixed race, hackney. We're going to have an existential existential crisis. (laughs) Rah. But I'm nobody. We're, 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 we're nobody. Yeah. Um, I personally, let me speak for myself, I don't know who I am. Um, what? I don't no, know who I am. Deep, I don't know who I am. Really? It it um, no, I just, I'm kind of getting, I'm in a space where I'm kind of comfortable with not knowing, not, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. I was Therefore, say, sometimes I don't know 
who I am. I don't think that's fair to say, but obviously you, you hear it. Yeah, do, sometimes I feel like, wait, who am I again? You know, you. I feel like you are such a distinct person and a type of person mm. and so self-assured that I am even shocked to hear you say you don't know who you are. I just feel like there's like a comfortability in not knowing who I am, therefore okay, I am. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I You're not trying to get mean. all that deep. I actually get what you mean. Yeah. It's like, I think, and I actually, that brings us on to why I think <laughs> this is the next thing we wanted to talk about is why we're doing this podcast. Um, I think we're confidently uh, multifaceted mm-hmm. and f- confidently confused. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, sometimes owning your confusion doesn't mean that you're any less of a defined person. It's like, yeah. that is a part of your character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's life. We're yeah. all confused most of yeah. the time. So, yeah. No, I agree. And as I think we edge to the big three O. Hey, hey, um, hey. I told you that you can reveal this information. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I'm 28 as well. Oh, um, yeah, I think us. I always say I'm the most confident, insecure, baddest bitch yes, that I know. agreed. Same. Yeah, yeah. I'm so insecure. Yeah. At times. Yeah. But I'm the baddest bitch. Also the, the baddest. 100% the baddest. I feel the same way. I feel myself so much. <laughs> I'm so insecure at the same damn time. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that's why we've done the podcast. Mm. Um. I feel like we're in a space at the moment where we feel like a conversation needs to be had about topics that we might not necessarily feel comfortable talking about. 100%. Um, we plan on talking about uh, personal experiences. Yeah. Um, things that we feel uncomfortable talking about. Yeah. But we all know that we're going through the same thing. Yeah. I was thinking recently, actually, I love the new year mm-hmm. because that's when we start seeing long captions of people saying my life is shit. Yes. And I'm like, people get yes. Real. Yeah. I'm resonating with your pain. Yes. Come with your long captions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pouring out your heart. Yeah. Tell me that you're in debt. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so I feel better about myself. Tell me that, you know, you've been struggling with your mental health. Obviously, I don't want to hear that you're you're down or anything, but it makes you relatable. Yeah. And we're all struggling with the same thing. 100%. Um, I, I think one of the main themes that we've spoken about for this podcast is we want people to walk away feeling seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I think we're good at that in general. I think we're good conversationalists. Mm-hmm. And when people talk to us, they often leave feeling better. And I think the reason that that happens is because we're real. We're We're very real. And it's like, nothing is like beyond our our reasoning or like difficult for us to understand. Mm -hmm. We're able to place ourselves in other people's uh, position, I guess. Like we're quite empathetic people. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think it's important for us that with this podcast, people feel seen, people feel like, they're not alone. We're all going through the same things. Not in a depressing way, even. Mm-hmm. Just in, it can be positive things that that you often don't hear other people talking about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's an important thing for us. No, most yeah. definitely. What do you feel like at the moment that you're maybe experiencing, but somebody else might feel comfortable, uncomfortable talking about? Oh, that's a good one. Um, we actually didn't rehearse this. So I'm really put her on the spot. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, <laughs> no idea i'm trying to think that other people wouldn't feel comfortable to well i think yeah. the most obvious one is like things like dating in london mm-hmm. oh, everyone's struggling <laughs> for their lives struggling. literally <laughs> struggling and not comfortable talking about it i think obviously it's vulnerable mm-hmm. and no one wants to it's hard to talk about these things without feeling like you're partially responsible yes so no one wants to talk about the fact that they're struggling dating in london because it almost feels like an admission of feeling being clapped or yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever else it might be that makes you supposedly a bad data. Mm. But yeah, that is the main thing I think, and we'll talk about that. 
And then later, later on, on. <laughs> Which we'll get into that Yeah, so essentially we're here Trying to do the work mm-hmm. On the mic yeah. To make you all feel a little bit more comfortable about your lives yeah. Um, yeah. And again, just to reiterate what you said To make people feel seen yeah. Um, And we're also on the journey as well um, 100% yeah. You know, there's loads of things That we think and we feel That can be quite problematic Yep um, Rookie and nice conversations. <laughs> if you anyone was to scroll through our WhatsApp, it w- they would probably wet themselves of laughter and also be hella concerned for us because I feel like all we do is r- try and relate to each other, hold mm-hmm. each other accountable, and l- we strip everything back. It's like we um, unpack every little. I could. I feel like I could say to you this morning, I just feel a bit groggy, and you would be like, <laughs> I hear it. Last night you went to bed really late And maybe you had like a heavy meal before bed So you've woken up and you feel a little bit stuffed uh, Like, I don't know, you're over full in the morning And you haven't even gone to toilet yet Like, and we just unpack everything Unpack everything I'm like, your feelings are valid Yes, literally You are seen <laughs> It's good But that's the journey that we're on Yeah like, Everything we talk about is so like Nothing straightforward There's layers yeah. and there's layers Yeah but and I it can get quite draining sometimes, can, I think, yeah, when yeah. you're trying to unpack everything. Yeah. I think we're also in a generation where we're all doing the work. Mm. So it's like, I could be like, oh, I'm having a shit day. I'm like, oh, is it because my dad left my mum yeah. when I was six years old? I'm 100%. like, no, maybe I'm just having a shit day yeah. in general. Yeah. So it's not that deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah. Oh my God. I know. We're actually recording. I'm excited to hear this back. I feel like. Hopefully I don't hate my voice because I always do. No, you won't hate your voice. Yeah, we're in a very like darkish room. I can see my idol. Idol on the wall. I'm so dead. Just call me Audrey. She's my favorite. <laughs> Stan's Audrey. I'm such a but fan. But in a of creepy Audrey. way. Stan. Stan. Stan is the way to put it, because oh. it's actually quite creepy. I'm actually a bit embarrassed about it as well. Yeah. One day she'll listen to this. <laughs> you know you just like someone so much. Yeah, I hear it. I don't know enough about Audrey. I think she's just she's she just seems great. real. She seems real. She's and just I think great. People like that about her. Yeah, she, and she's confident. In she's herself. confident. She's relatable. Yeah. Um. I feel like she's very kind. Yeah. I want to be her friend. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Organically. Organically. <laughs> no, we'll meet her one day. We'll meet her. And one I'm going to snitch. How much <laughs> you stand her all these years? But yeah, I feel like we're in the flow of things now. Yeah. Same. Um. More comfortable. And it feels like home. Um, so yeah, we've introduced ourselves. I feel like we've kind of explained why we're doing this. Do you think it was clear? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I, I. So I think a good thing to talk about, I guess, is one of the things that motivated us to do this was mm. that dating in London thing. Yes. For me, anyway, I felt like so. Basically, I, I wrote a piece for. Wow, I just realized wow. anonymity is. Go. I can't say certain words. I think I'm stressed, but it's okay. It's it's yeah, that's all gone, clearly. It's supposed to be an anonymous post, but it's no longer anonymous. That being said, I'm not famous. I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> I wrote a piece for Rukia's page. Cheeky plug. Babe, it's not you, it's me. On Instagram. Everybody follow it. Please. Can I just say that again? Babe, it's not you, it's, it's me. me. Yeah. Um, and the page is about relationships and kind of doing the work um yourself to better your relationships. Yeah. Um, but go ahead. So yeah, I wrote an anon- anonymous. <laughs> my stress anonymous. My- What's going on? <laughs> okay, I wrote an anonymous piece for that page, um, and it was about dating in London and why it's the ghetto. And we'll get into the actual article and what I 
wrote in it in a minute, but one of the main things that I took away from that that motivated me podcast-wise mm-hmm. was so many people were like, me too. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we've we've not got enough content like this. And I was thinking, wow, as much as I was confident in writing that and I believed everything that I put on that screen of a paper, mm-hmm. I felt vulnerable and I still felt quite isolated in my experiences. I knew that other people out there were going through it, but I guess hearing so many people resonate with it and also I think I got quite deep into it in that article like I didn't talk about surface level stuff Mm. so that it was a surprise to me that people felt so seen Mm. and that they could relate to it so much like I think usually when we talk about dating in London being trash maybe men being trash should I say um it's like you didn't even pay for the date or I don't know like basic stuff yeah we're not getting into it properly yeah and we're making sweeping judgments about men and running with it and that's why the response you usually get from a man is oh you women they don't listen in. yes yeah. but i think that article spoke about kind of deeper reasoning behind why we all behave in the way we do when we date mm-hmm. not just men also women yeah um and people related to it and that was really validating for me and made me think oh we've got interesting things that people might want to hear that would help them if we just yeah jump on the mic yeah i think Essentially, we're kind of trying to come with a bit of range yeah. on these type of top yeah, exactly. topics. Um, we know that dating in London is trash, yeah. but why? Um, and obviously, as two black women as well, we kind of want to explore things specifically to the black community mm-hmm. um, and trying to unpick um, why dating is trash without attacking men yeah yeah should we say yeah um yeah, that's never well we're, we're gonna attack you a little bit well definitely we're, we're gonna, tired i always get so <laughs> rattled with this because i don't you know the whole men are trash narrative like mm-hmm. i genuinely feel really uncomfortable fully subscribing to it yeah but not that's not because i don't think it's true mm. <laughs> it's more so because i think if i were to embrace that as a, a thing a culture mm. I just think it comes with bitterness for me personally. I don't want to walk into a dating situation bitter about the fact that men are supposedly always trash. Yeah. So for that reason, I don't own that whole men are trash narrative. But then I also do think... (laughs) Y'all trash. Literally, man. They actually are. And I guess that's through your own experiences where you feel like you're constantly let down by men. I feel like I'm forced to invalidate my own experiences and feelings off the back of not wanting to be a, to be a part of that mm. narrative. There's also that men have said that that narrative is not cool. They yes, don't find it's that It's not attractive. attractive. When a woman says men are trash, oh, she's a write-off. Nobody's yeah. trying to date her. She's she's bitter. She's whatever. Yeah. And God knows we're all secretly fighting being a bitter black woman. <laughs> and so it's like chasing their validation, also resenting them for making you even think men are trash in the first place. Yeah. Also trying to protect yourself from holding on to that narrative that men are trash because mm. it's not good to carry that yourself. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah, it, it's so <laughs> conflicting as well because how can you say men are trash and you still want a man? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's something I always kind of battle with myself yeah. as well. It's like, oh, I actually want to be in love with a man. 100%. But I'm quite, I guess my approach to men sometimes can be quite negative. Hmm. That doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't so sense, should yeah. I go in kind of, Willy nilly and be like, woo, yes, yeah. come on, pack myself up. Do you yeah. know, what? men are great. Um, and I know they do exist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's tiring. It's tiring. So yeah, the article. The article. It was amazing. Thank well you. done. Thank you. <laughs> and I knew you was the person to write Thank about you. it. We've had so many conversations um 
about dating in London, Fola is a traveler. Oh, um, so perfect. she's traveled. I forgot. Yeah, I did yeah, <laughs> she's traveled a lot. And um, me, I've been stuck in uh, England for a long time, so I kind of know no better. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We when I actually reposted, it was I think a girl from Brazil. She was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I feel so seen, basically. Because mm, um, she's she's now in London, right? She's, she's now yeah, in London. That was yeah, the, she yeah. was actually from Brazil, and she was saying that men are so cold here. Yeah. Um, and it made me think, wow, like men. Black men do exist outside yeah. of England. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. never for one minute thought maybe they might be a little bit different. Yes. Um, and, you know, are, are men in London just victims to London? Hmm. Yeah. I think to some extent, yeah, hmm. they are. Um, so one of the main things that I spoke about in the article was the cultural element yeah. of like, I think we're all first, most of us black people, I was going to say, I definitely minorities, but we black, we black, please. (laughs) Anyway. Beam. We're all first, maybe second gen here. And so black Britishness as a culture is so new. Mm -hmm. It's a new thing that is a mix of so many different cultures. And I love it. It's lit. But there are certain elements that I think maybe... We didn't. We haven't had a chance to nurture within our culture, mm-hmm. and I think love is one of them. Um, obviously, with things like our parents and the way that they viewed relationship, marriage, and I don't know, like the responsibility of of men and women in a relationship, it was so different. Different, yeah. It was based on so many things. Like marriage was. To, I actually kind of agree with this point. Like it was transactional. To yeah, a I extent. agree. Um, women, what do you bring to this? How much can you, how quickly can you stir the pan jam, whatever? And a man, how much money can you make? Mm-hmm. What's the earning potential? Look after all of those gender, gender norms that a lot of us no longer really subscribe to mm-hmm. were really important for them when they were getting married. Now, we value the person. There's so much else that we look to when we're looking for love. Um, and so I feel like that's, I guess made people a bit lost. Yes. Where, because you can't relate to your parents' idea of marriage, you no longer are looking for what your dad was looking for or whatever as a man. You're looking for something completely new. And ultimately, we learn to do everything in this life, form relationships or whatever, from things that we learn around us. When you don't have a parent to look up to that you can model your own relationships on, that you can aspire to be like, what do you look to? For love, what do you look to to say, what does a healthy relationship look like? Probably movies. Yeah. And what are the movies <laughs> and the media telling us that we should be looking for? The biggest booty, the smallest <laughs> waist, the, I don't know what else, but it's all superficial. Yes. And I think people are struggling with that because there's also that you're still human and you still have needs that are, go beyond all of those basic things that the media and whatever tells you that you're supposed to look for. But you don't even know what it is that you're supposed to be looking for as far as like looking for a human connection. What do men value mm. in a woman? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Outside mm. of their physicality, they think it's that they want someone that can make them laugh. Like you'll talk to guys that will be like, I don't care if my girl's not funny. But you, of course you want you a funny do. girl because <laughs> yeah. you're not going to enjoy your life it's if you perk. don't. Yeah. So I think people are kind of trying to find themselves. For I'm not articulating well, but people are trying to find their new norm of what they should look for in a relationship but they don't know where to start yeah and so the, it means that they end up chasing perfection and we all know that ch- 
perfection is not is not attainable. Yeah, it's not. You're never gonna find it. Yeah. So we get into this cycle of dating, serial dating. As soon as a problem arises, yeah, you're cutting. You're out of that relationship because why should you have to work for a relationship? Especially when there's a million options out there. Yeah, if there's you jump so on many. The gram, yeah. Even us, we <laughs> God knows we've done it a fair, a fair few yeah, times. Of course, of scrolling the gram, yeah, for for things that we can <laughs> possibly add. It doesn't quite work out to the me. roster. <laughs> yeah, well, I think one of the things that I found really interesting in the article that you wrote about mm. was um, you spoke about what different men's priority was. Yes. So when, so for example, their parents are the first generation. Here, yeah, and we're second generation, so it yeah. feels like the what am I trying to say? So, a lot of people come here with um, they want to work hard, mm. um, and achieve lots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I, I'm, I'm talking about African people here, yeah, I feel like a lot of them come over. For education, educational purposes and stuff. Yeah. They set up, they work fucking hard. Yeah. They, you know, you've gone to uni, you yeah. know, you've got fantastic jobs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I feel like you spoke about from your experience of you meet men who um they prioritize, you know, getting the best job. Yeah. You know, getting a house, yeah. the car, yeah. you know, finding the wife. Yes. But they haven't done the emotional work. Yes. And then on the flip side, you have the people who have done the emotional work, yeah. but they're not fulfilling other things like having a good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. And money and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, so I feel like we struggle even as women. It's like, do I kind of settle with the guy who's, you know, who has the amazing things, who has who presents security, mm-hmm. um, but he hasn't necessarily done the work. Yeah. Um, not by no fault of his own. Yeah. He just had to prioritize looking after the family. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Getting yeah. a house and mm-hmm. you know looking after maybe parents and stuff. Yeah. Or the man who has done the work, who's done the emotional work. But feels a little bit behind in terms of providing security yes. in the relationship. Yeah. I found yeah. that very interesting. I yeah. think that hit home for a lot of people. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That I think that is it's real as hell. Mm. In my dating experience, I can't explain how many times this happened where you have to pick. Mm. And it's like you don't, it's not that you don't understand. You kind of understand how they've got there. So you empathize with it a little bit. Of course. But it doesn't make it any easier. Yeah. Being with a broke man. It's not even about being a man and being broke. Being a human and being broke in London is hard. Yeah. And dating <laughs> another human, even being friends, God forgive me, with a really broke person, it's difficult yeah. because how do you, what do you do together? Like, it's it's more, it, it adds strain to a relationship once there's not money in the relationship. Um, And on the flip side, if he's not emotionally, le- emotionally nurtured himself enough to cater to your needs, mm-hmm. where do you yeah. go from it's there? It's so difficult. And I even feel like, again, I think what we define as brokenness is very different from maybe what our parents would define as brokenness mm-hmm. and what we'd maybe accept yeah. pre-influencer culture. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. back in the day, I don't know if I didn't see everybody. Fancy restaurants and nice cars and yeah. designer clothes were reserved for celebrities and people with real money. Yeah, yeah. Whereas average people like me, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Where I'm still... A guy would probably still think, oh, rah, like she's got she's got drip. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She's got a nice car. She's mm-hmm. got a house, sort of thing. Like it, it's it's different. It's yeah. it's so hard is, for yeah. everybody, include including men. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's interesting actually. It it reminds me of a conversation that I had with Edwin. Mm. Shout out Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he he was talking about this topic of men and like the cycles that they go through in dating, mm-hmm. and he was saying that. 
you often find that when you are, I guess, like mid-20s, most of the guys are still in their hustle phase of life. Yes. And so though that's the most likely period of your life that you're going to meet a man that's like, I'm not looking for anything serious, I'm not ready. <laughs> and all of those types of excuses. Situationship galore. Mm. And it's because... I don't know what the heck it is that makes men think like this, but you can only do one thing at a time. Yeah. If I am working, I'm working. What do you mean you want me to call you and pillow talk you? I'm working. <laughs> I've got a job. How can I pillow talk you when I've got a job? They, it, they can't do two things at once when it comes to this dating thing. Um, and so I think what they end up doing is, we, me and Edwin spoke for, it was maybe seven hours, wow. that conversation. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I think they exit that phase. In their minds, there is a certain point that they need to reach before they can be the shiny man that they've always wanted to be so they spend that hustle phase they still need love and attention so they mm. will date mm-hmm. and they will sleep with girls and they 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 do what we call fuckboy things yeah. or whatever and they eventually come out of that hustle phase and they're like wow well hurt them i made it <laughs> like, i've actually got money now thank the lord and then they're like marriage yes Just i'm ready immediate yeah to marriage and then yeah. they start dating intentionally and the intentional dating makes no sense. Mm. It's like their idea of intention is what they've seen in movies of, okay, as a man that is now taking women seriously, I'm going to pay for every single <laughs> date we go on. The standards are just weird. And I've been in that situation so many times where I meet a guy who is newly in that intentional phase. Mm-hmm. And initially it feels like, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taking care of everything. <laughs> Then you you start to see the cracks where it's like, but this doesn't make sense. It almost feels like a facade, like you're performing. Yeah. It's not in your nature to do it, but you've never dated properly. And this is your first time doing it. And now you're trying to be the person that you think you should be. Yeah. As opposed to, or the good husband that they told mm. you that husbands come as when they're husbands. Do you feel like women have a part to play in what we, how men perceive themselves, how they should be, sorry? Does that question make sense? That's, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, because I feel Definitely, like yeah. what, what I also struggle with sometimes is stepping outside of myself. And I feel mm. like I have a, a group of friends who are like, you know, we want an emotionally intelligent a man. Mm. But there are some women out there who will not date a guy who do, doesn't have all the things. Facts, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, sometimes I'm like, wait. But sometimes when I talk to my guy friends and they're like, oh, yeah. Um, she judged me for not having a car or something. I'm like, who are these wow, girls? Who are these girls? Yeah, Be nice. Yeah, yeah. Also, I hear it because when you're nice, you don't get anywhere either. This is, <laughs> this is it. Sometimes I'm like, I need to take a page out of that. Yeah. I know this is going to sound problematic as hell, but I know, I, I feel like there is an element to like having to, with setting standards, mm. I don't want to say train somebody, but train them to know what it is that you're willing to accept or not. True. I think, in general, men will take as much as they can take, as much as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. But if you put a boundary in and say, ah, sorry, no, you can't take that. They're like, oh, no problem. They have no problem with it. Yeah. They just need someone because the, their natural setting, and maybe not just men, humans, humans. will take as much as they can of get. Of course. If when that is your natural setting, you're going to get away with as, much, with as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, so I have found like, I feel like there are so many situations where a girl would date a guy and then you'll date someone else that she knows later and she'll look at how he treated that girl and she's like, excuse me, what? Yeah, he treated the wifey her like, fluffer. I can't believe. And yeah. although it is not her fault, I do think there is an element that comes into it of, did you set the boundaries to let him know that's a no-go for you? And mm-hmm. I think with the car thing, that's what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. like, I date men with cars. Yeah. And men are like, 
I bet <laughs> I should have a car then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. to say that I think it's like it's it's right and it's not a little bit problematic, but I think it falls into the same line of conversation, I guess, of like sometimes just set your boundary. If the person can meet it, or your standard, should I say, if the person can meet it, great. Mm. And if they can't, then don't cuss him out. Just leave. Yeah. And that's okay as yeah. well. So what would you say your experience was like um, in Colombia, dating? In, in contrast Col- to... <laughs> <laughs> or did you just take date guys from London it in Colombia? I dated oh. guys from London <laughs> yeah. in Colombia. Quick disclaimer, yeah. <laughs> if my any of my exes are listening... <laughs> Thank you for your support, but get the hell out of here. <laughs> because when they hear me saying, oh, um, Juma Care from Tottenham has submitted this scenario and they listen and it's actually them. The story sounds awful familiar because it's me. <laughs> Please don't come for my neck. <sighs> so yeah, I dated uh, Londoners mm-hmm. in Colombia. Because unfortunately, I'm in bondage with London then. Yeah. I can only be attracted to a man from London. I could be attracted to someone from someone else, somewhere else, but to take them serious, I'm yet to meet someone from someone from someone from outside of London, country, city, that I can really fucks with mm. and be like, mm, that's a bit of me fully mm. that I could take seriously for a relationship. I could be physically attracted. So anyway, I'm in bondage with London men, and that's why I only dated London men. And it was the ghetto. Why? Why, why am I... Why was it ghetto? Oh, it was the ghetto because they had the same London oh. <laughs> behaviours. But what I found interesting was that... So although I only dated London men, I also observed like quite a lot what it was like to date men from outside of London mm. because I, also, I had friends who were dating and also I had men who weren't from London moving to me. Yeah. And I could see the difference in energy. It's just weird. Remember even the other day you were saying about... Have you ever been with a friend and like she's getting drawn? Yes. By the guy from London. It's yes. like... Yeah, it's all a bit awkward. <laughs> it's this like, is, bye. We can do a whole episode on that one. <laughs> Having to wait while your friend is being moved to, Lord have mercy on my soul. <sighs> In London, you want a, even if it's a monster that's going to manifest from the ground and eat you and you'll never come back. I'll take you it. it. I would actually take it. You know, you're like, you're checking your email. Yes. <laughs> it's like, when you said that the other day, I was like, yes. Check I probably take my emails because there's you no have, like, a million thoughts like, oh, I'm probably a dead one. Like, why don't I even come? Yes. <laughs> Literally, why does that But when you, we say all this to say that when you have that experience abroad, it's so different. different yeah. The man will welcome all of you. Ladies, <laughs> who wants to drink? Like, sauce. Literally, yeah, sauce. <laughs> the guys are the best game. They've clocked it. <laughs> Be friends with all of the girls. You don't need... She's not going to take her pant off for you while you're moving to her. You might as well take it easy. Make her see that you're a cool person. But to be fair, as we, when we were talking about this the other day, I thought this is a little bit unfair because... It assumes that a man's going to be this uber confident bubbly guy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe different. he's not going to yeah. be that guy. But in an ideal world, he would be. <laughs> um, but with the whole dating outside of London thing, the energy was just different. Like, it wasn't uncomfortable for them to be romantic from day one. In London, when I meet a guy, I feel like I'm on trial. Mm. They need to see, like, hmm, is this one worthy of my romance <laughs> <Yeah>. first? <laughs> and once they've clocked that, okay, cool, yeah. The typical... No, you're different. You're, di- oh, you're different. I'm different. This girl's different. <laughs> the, that's the sound so alternative. Of my life. That I'm, I'm not kind of. Not, I'm not sure. You know, <laughs> they love the intrigue. Oh, this is interesting. I've never seen this one before. And meanwhile, I just feel like a yeah. bloody monkey in the zoo. Like, what are you talking about? I'm different. <laughs> but yeah, the whole they they go through that process of realizing how interesting you seem and mm. whatever else, and then they're like, Hi, let me 
me give her small Roman. Hey, B. Hmm. <laughs> and me there with my starved, Roman starved self. So like, B? Who, me? <laughs> Am I the B? <laughs> but these new guys, you're beautiful from day one. You're the most beautiful woman I've seen mm. in the world. It's like, oh, well, thank you. Mm. Um... But yeah, the energy is just different. And what was your initial question? I can't remember. Um, how your experience in London differs from okay, yeah. dating. Although you've dated, I'm quite disappointed to hear that. You know, I'm really. I was aware that you dated somebody from London, from London in Colombia, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you didn't taste any Colombian. Hot damn juices! My mother <laughs> might be listening to this. I uh, don't concern that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm really surprised. Do you know what? I also feel like. I kind of like westernized kind of traits within a man. How do you mean? If you know what I mean. Like, so say if I met, I don't know, a man from um, Barbados. Mm. I feel like, what's your vibe? What do you do? Do you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. there's a certain kind of stuchness that maybe comes with like London people. 100%. Um, it's ingrained in us Where now. I'm like, oh, okay, you feel a little bit like home. Mm. But for a guy to be like, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. I'm like, Cringe. Well, come on now. Yeah. I'm obviously. <laughs> no, not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just find it a bit weird. Although I do have a dream of like one day just like fucking off to a different country and just maybe living on a farm with somebody. <laughs> You've always said I've, I just, I don't know. There's something, I don't even like animals. But I think you'd like it for like a week. Yeah. Get me out of here. Maybe not a farm, maybe a beach. Okay, I feel like I, I want to cut coconuts mean. and like sell them to people. Simple life. Mm. It's nice for an escape, but not forever. Not forever. Yeah, I just, this conversation, it's one of those, it's so exhausting that you could either talk all day about it or you can just go to bed yeah. and just rest <laughs> just because it's so tired. That's what I'm at. I personally, I fancy somebody. First of all, I don't fancy people when I first meet them. It's something I'm working on. Mm. But um, I I feel like I like someone maybe every year and a half. I struggle. Yeah. I really struggle to be, you're yeah, good. You- you're good. <laughs> I don't move on. Yeah. I, I think that the perfect balance is somewhere in between what we do. Yes. Because I am, I'm a pod. You keep it moving. I keep it pushing. Sometimes I'll even be pushing in my head like, this is done. And I'm, I'm sitting with the guy and we're sitting next to each other. I'm like, we're done. We're done. By the and way, women are done. When If we end things with you in perhaps June, we were done in July. No, sorry, that doesn't yeah. make sense. We're done in January. Yeah, so <laughs> we are done. We're just trying to process. Yeah. With me, like I really, I think because I had food poisoning last week. That's what I'm talking about. This I really flush people out of my system. Flush people I out. I flush you. You are you are I'm so in dead. my stomach. You are poison, <laughs> and I flush you out. You're actually. How <laughs> I can you make a reference to food with water? Um, with water. With water. Holy water. Um, and then I'm ready to go again. But I think yeah. it takes me so long to actually move on and really flush mm. somebody out of my system. Yeah. I think I think that's good though. And I think the reason you end up long. being that way is because you actually take your time to get into things. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I die. Dive, 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 <laughs> head first. I'll meet a guy and I'll be like, that was a really great two conversations we've had. Guys, I've met this amazing guy. I think he's the one. Or maybe not that far, but like I get aghast and I I don't want to say I create a fantasy of them in my head. But That's I'm, good though. I guess you're positive. I'm very positive. Yeah, you're positive. But sometimes to my own detriment. Like mm. I'm too positive. Where well, actually, maybe it's not bad because I actually I, I'm not I don't lie to myself. When yeah. I realize that it's not, 
as great as I yeah, wanted yeah. it to be, I do. And you keep it moving and yeah. you move on. It's good to be positive about love Dating and the potential and love, yeah. of a relationship. Yeah. And when it doesn't work out, you move on. That's something I really yeah. don't want to lose. I admire, I admire about that. Thank value. you. But yeah. I admire the opposite. I thought, <laughs> and that's what I mean. I think in between us somewhere yeah. is the sweet spot. Because yeah. I also have always really admired you, how much you take your time mm. to let someone in. Yes. I'm a really open person. And I feel like I've gotten better with it over years, over the years, but I'm still generally quite open. Mm. I'm willing to give anyone, not anyone a chance, but it doesn't take much for me to open up to you, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Whereas I think you take your time to open up. And when you do, you then build a really strong connection. Yeah. Which is why it takes you long to flush to their flush mouth. Yeah. Out. And I think what I do like about myself when I'm, when I'm kind of like, I really do the work. You do, yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah. really sit in my pain. I yeah. sit in my heartbreak. Yeah. Um, and I really explore, not just the relationship, but how things may have triggered me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even early on, I made a joke about, oh, when my dad left or whatever. Mm. Like, even when I've gone through a breakup, I'm like, wow, is that detachment even more painful because of my childhood experience mm. with, like, my dad leaving mm-hmm. and X, Y, Z or whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, I do admire that. I really do the work. Yeah, you so do. when I'm done, there's kind of no going back. That's true. From, from there. Yeah, you're um, not a flip-flopper. You no, I'm not at all, no. But I really, yeah. it takes me a long time. And in London, it's, it's I don't think it's personally a good thing because I take so long to get over someone. And when I'm done, I'm done. Then the process starts again. And I'm getting to an age now. You know, I, w- I want to settle time with somebody. Of course, but yeah. it's like, it's, if it's going to take me like a year and a half to get over somebody, then what? I'm going to meet someone I'm 33. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If it keeps failing, it, how long is it going to keep pushing back and back and back and back? Yeah. But my energy's in the right, the right place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think that's what's important. I always say, though, that I really don't believe in this idea that, like, there's a success rate based on the number of people that you date. Mm. Dating more people doesn't mean you're more likely to find... I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Do you think? I have... chances? Yeah, obviously, yes. From a, like, I guess, mathematical perspective, (laughs) there is definitely... If you're going through more men. Yeah. But when you think about how many men there are in the world, Mm. um, my two men versus your one, it's really not that much of a difference in chance. Yeah. And I just feel like I have so many people in my life who... I see it so often, do the thing of like, I've never dated before and now I've met the love of my life and I'm married. And wow. I'm like, damn. Wow. I've been, I've been through how many? Not sexually, <laughs> obviously. It's okay. Problematic. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, it's problematic. But I've dated so many men and God knows I don't want any closer to finding the one. <laughs> but do you, do you feel like, because one of the things that I would love to explore, do you feel like you know what you want? Yes. Exactly. Uh, that being yeah. said, though, I think I know what I want, but the struggle of London makes me think, well, maybe he could. It's like trying to fit, sometimes I try and fit a triangles in circle st- shapes holes. Mm. And there's this, there's another narrative that people love to push these days that is, I'm, I'm shading because it's my sister in law that says this and <laughs> I can't stand that she says it because it's only ruined my day in life. But this whole thing of like, you never settle down with the one you think you're going to or the type of person you think you're going to. Mm. So I often meet guys, I'm like, oh, this is, it's not that you're a write off. You're not something that is like so far from what I could ever imagine, but I'm going to give it a go. No, you're close, but there's something that's like, I mean, I never would have envisioned this for myself, mm. but sure, let's give it a go. And it's because I've been, I've had that drummed into my head that you never know. 
and all of that. I'm definitely stuff. a you never know kind of person. I think it's potential in everybody, but usually. <laughs> When it flops, it's the thing that yeah, you shouldn't have yeah, compromised. Yeah. It's on. true. I think there's a difference between like red flags and maybe like I don't know. He swags really bad. Yeah, Do you know. Agreed. Although attraction is really important. Yeah. Um, Fola laughs at the guys that I'm attracted to, <laughs> and I just want to address it here. <laughs> she finds it very funny, and I think I've come to realize I don't actually have a type. You d- I, the difference in the people that Rukia shows me every day and how unexpected. I feel like Rukia could show me an old white man who's a builder and be like, he just looks so kind. Look how kind his eyes are. And I'm like, Rukia, he's 56. It's shocking. I just sometimes. feel like I'm just really looking for somebody with a really kind heart. It's interesting. Yeah. I just I like kind people. I feel like be kind. Be kind to the world. I'm just laughing and thinking about some of the things you've shown me. I can't say the name, but there's somebody in particular that I feel exactly, like we're both thinking yes. of. I was like, oh, he works in education. He's trying to change the world. Oh, yeah, he's a good I'm person. I'm sure he was a lovely person. It's never that I think they're not lovely. <laughs> it's just that this is your type. Like, you're actually attract- yeah. attraction. You yeah. could be attracted, like physically want to rip his clothes off. Attraction. I think with me, maybe bar white man, I'm not sure... If I would ever get far with one of those I'm not sure One of those <laughs> I'm not sure actually I said something really quite problematic um, A couple of weeks ago I went to my friend's birthday And some white guy was moving to me And he's like Oh do you like white guys? Um, and I was like Oh my mum's white And I was like mm. That doesn't that He was like Yeah but are you attracted? And I was like um, Am I? That's and he had these like Piercing blue eyes I'm like Oh my it's gosh It's so like, foreign Yeah you're so yeah, foreign to me um, But yeah I feel like If you've got a bit of sauce like, and you're... Yeah, but that's the point. You can tell that these people do not have sauce. Let's be honest with ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to stop trying to hold hands with the rest of the world. Literally. Um, but yeah, no, it, oh, dating in London is very, 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 very hard. Um, yeah. I think I've reached, I'm in a new phase now, which I'm really enjoying. And mm. I think this is the first, maybe the first time in my life that I've been here where it's like, I don't care about me. Not in a bad way, though. Mm. It's that, I don't wake up. I, I can go through phases where I wake up and I'm like, another day waking up alone, <laughs> looking at the pillow next to me. <laughs> and be like, gosh, I just want someone to see me out or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't have any you're not of fi- those You're not triggered by it. I know people have been a bit triggered by the um, engagements. I'm not... Oh, I'm not going to lie. That's been a little bit triggered. It's been like, oh, right. Everybody's getting engaged at the moment. Today, mm. this morning, I saw two. Really? Look here, on the way here, I was like, oh. wow, <laughs> what's going on? There's so many engagements happening right now. I'm not going to lie, that, mm. yeah, mild, ooh, mild <laughs> triggeration, mild triggeration. Yeah. Um, but more so because I'm like, wow, I'm so far <laughs> from yeah, that. So far if, from if I'm that. honest, it's the age thing. Ah. I keep looking at the clock and thinking, okay, cool. These people are engaged now, which means they're going to relationships. Two mm-hmm. years ago, if I haven't even met the person the I'm in a relationship yeah, for two yeah, years yeah. yet before I'm engaged. So each day that passes pushes out that timeline <laughs> very slightly. That's, That's what's true. triggering me these yeah. days. Do you know, do you ever feel, sometimes I feel triggered by things. So I feel like there's two parts of me. There's like part, there's a part of me that I'm just me. I'm good within myself. But there's a part of me that is full of expectations. Agreed. And sometimes I feel like the expectations part of me and what I should be doing is triggered. So yes. for example, the engagement stuff, I'm like, oh, rah. 
that's mad. Yeah. Triggered a little bit. Yeah. But within myself, I don't, I'm fine. I'm no, good. agreed. Yeah, like, yeah. I actually, yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I do, for me personally, I think I do me very well when I'm mm. by myself. I think I just struggle when shit goes a bit left in a relationship. Yes. But me, I told you, maybe I don't get lonely. Yeah, you don't. I don't get lonely. I was like, at give all. me the cheat code. <laughs> yeah. You're actually superhuman. How can you never get lonely? I don't really get lonely. Basically, I was a bit lonely the other day. And I was like, huh? This is a... She said, I haven't been lonely in years. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'll go for a walk. What else you do really I do? do? I like, like your gardens. <laughs> I have a score on the Instagram. Yeah, I don't really get lonely. Fascinating. Yeah. But to be fair, no, actually, I was going to lie. I was going to say, since I live by myself is where mm. I get... I, loneliness is, is a new thing for me. But yeah. no, nah, I think even when I've lived with friends, I've been lonely for a man's... Love. Intimacy, intimacy, kind of thing, like yeah. that. A man's attention, nice. yeah. So I've craved that before. Mm. I can feel lonely with people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And loneliness is very real. I remember I wrote a post recently about stop telling single people to love themselves. Ugh, yeah, that's, that's something facts. I'm really passionate as yeah. well. Um, I think we have this whole kind of narrative about independent woman. Mm. You know, we shouldn't. And I think also that's off, off the back of London being bad vibes. We're kind of taught Agreed. that we shouldn't need people. Oh my god, I wanted to talk about this as well. Really? Yeah. Go on, go on. No, I was just. The topic of like, um, we the things that we use to console ourselves and we try and paint it out like it's a positive thing. Mm. Like, oh, you're an independent woman. And it could be that, oh, I remember yeah, last night we were talking about, oh, I don't go out. You're anti. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's good for you. But maybe let's get to the real issue. Are you anxious? Are you introverted? Mm-hmm. You don't have to wrap it up in this like, positive thing that you now used to shit on people when if you're honest with yourself this is not something we want we don't care to be so independent that we never need anyone else in the world that's not what we were built to do yeah we were built to share our lives with people so why is that now the narrative that is pushed as a positive thing yeah it's it's the things we use i always use the example of um moles we call we call moles beauty spots it's a mole (laughs) and that's what we we're doing with a lot of cultural things of like Independence, go you, sis. Wrap I don't need up. no man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a mole. Sis. I, we we need men. That's a mole. <laughs> yeah. We need a man. Need that ain't no beauty spot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I've, I was thinking about that. I think about that a lot these days. And when we were talking about it yesterday with the whole, in not I don't know if introverts. What was it? What's talking about? Introverted people who like, I'm anti. I don't answer my phone. I don't. Da, 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 da. Okay. Like, why is that something you're selling to be like? Do you feel like men enjoy that though? I feel like men enjoy kind of like breaking down a woman. Hmm. If you know what I mean? The chase, like when a girl's a bit stush. Oh, they kind of like it. It yeah. adds edge. It does. So it's a bit of excitement. And this is, let me just cry on the <laughs> Basically, I've had that so many times where I date guys and they're like, wow, you know, usually I have to break down a woman. Like the convers- first conversation is so awkward mm. because I have to really um, loosen her up. She, she gives me one word answers and I'm like, Sorry, what? That sounds like torture. It's torture. It's not fun. But then they take me for Edia. And it's like, they, I almost feel like, oh, I made it too easy. Yes. I made you so, myself so accessible to you. Mm. Like you can just talk to me anyhow all day if you like. And if you don't, you don't have to. And it's because I didn't make you try. Yeah. I had that before actually. Guy was like, oh, when I message you, you reply, you reply quickly. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm on my phone. Yeah. Like, it's not. I don't, well, I I don't do, do very well playing games. Yeah, <laughs> My belly keeps rumbling. Can you hear it? Mm-mm. It's really mad. I'm hoping that the mic isn't picking up. Oh my God. Are you hungry or? No, or I don't know me? what it is. 
Oh, God. Maybe the last one. No, I'm joking. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I keep getting here. We had pizza that. yesterday and we're black, so yeah. put the two and two together. Really? <laughs> You're disgusting. You're so disgusting. Dumb. Wow, I'm we're really joking. bearing our all on this pod, aren't we? How's your lips been? My what? Your lips. My lips have been so dry. <laughs> The past of it That is so bad You not experienced it? No oh. Actually no They have been The weather The weather's really bad I've been actually. struggling No they have been dry But I think my lips Often get dry anyway mm-hmm. I've always told myself I have big surfing, um, surface area Surface area So <laughs> You need to get, get the, Keep the moisture going That's my That's my My little plug Thanks babes If you don't want to Check out my, no, Insta, my lips I'm are... a cutie <laughs> Go and plug yourself What's your What's your Insta? At Folosade <laughs> I'm private right now. Are you I'm private? Yeah. Are you private? Because I really post intimate things on my. I post my family and. Why don't you use close friends? Because I, okay, I have a lot of people that don't need to be my close friends, but I would happily see you. Have you seen my niece? Okay. Do you know what I mean? I feel like yeah, there's like yeah, yeah. two hundred people that are by no means my close friends, mm. but you can, we can have an Instagram relationship. Yeah. But if I do see my close friends, you're going to be like. What? <laughs> Why am I your close yeah, friend? Yeah, I guess. Well, you need to open up anyway because we, we got stuff to do. <laughs> people want to wanna see your personality online. I tried it once. I went public um, maybe like a year ago or something. Mm. I lost it a day. Really? Stranger started watching my story. I was like, ah, yeah. get out. Like, it, it feels, do you not feel like it'd be funny? I do not at all, you know. I oh. get like loads of weird burner accounts, premium. I'm like, wow. Jeez. With me, I'm like, wow, somebody who me? Me, me? Got me? Yeah. Like I'm not, my life's not that good. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't have fun. No, I don't mind Instagram. I I post a lot of shit on Instagram anyway. I think once it's online, it's for everybody to see. Agree. That's how I. I but feel I feel about like Instagram. I've really curated a nice little safe space mm. on my Insta, and I'm really passionate about that. Passionate mm. about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> We all hate social media, but it's like, have you created a space that you enjoy yeah. on social media? Yeah. And I feel like I have. You have. I've got all my They're ASMR videos. Oh, ASMR, yeah, yeah. All of my <laughs> food videos. Look here. Instagram is a you dream. You know, this girl will sleep with like ASMR in her hand and like the phone's just lit up in her face. Literally. She's falling asleep. I don't, I miss all of my friends' posts because I don't scroll. I'm on that explore page for the ASMR. <laughs> I love my Insta. You know, I don't, I don't look at people's posts. I just look at their stories. Same. I never I don't scroll. Re- I don't scroll. The yeah. first, Instagram is unfairly favoring whoever the first picture is because mm. whoever that one is, I like it. Yeah, like But you it. think I'm going to scroll to even see two pictures yeah. down? I don't. It's really oh bad, gosh. actually. You don't follow any bad bees or anything. I have friends that are bad bees, Ooh. but they can't trigger me. <laughs> but not bad bee in the traditional sense, just that they're haddies. Yeah, that's true. So my friends can't trigger me. And once in a while, a bad bee trickles onto my explore page. Mm. And I'm like, get her out! Get her out! <laughs> get her that's out! True. I'm just going to hate myself. That's beautiful as <laughs> <where> she is. <laughs> These bad bees. But yeah, I'm going to go public. Yes. Come on. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I don't know why I care so much. I think I, I do think it's because I'm so open. Mm. I'll post like my nieces and nephews, mm. and I'll post like family things. I feel like I wouldn't do that as a public profile. Do you know? I don't actually post my family at all. Actually, exactly. Most I realize that I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. I feel like, I'm not with my family. <laughs> no, you are. And when you are with them, you do post them. I don't know if you do it in your close story, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah, close stories is for like nudes. That's where I'm gonna post like 
I've just got out of the shower. Look how bloated I am. <laughs> yeah. So, that's for the Finsta. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's Finsta. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I can't add more. Oh, Instagram. To it. Maybe that's something we can explore as well. What? Instagram and how it's influenced us and what I was actually thinking recently. I feel like, by the way, I'm not trying to get deep here, but it sounds a little bit deep, but I'm just going to say it. Like, it. Instagram's a free app, yeah? Yeah. But it's so expensive. <laughs> I'm hoping that this mic is picking off on the clicks. It's so expensive. Poetry. We spend so much money trying to impress other people. Oh my gosh. For free apps. Crazy. For free <laughs> No, I was talking about this recently with you. Maybe not with me. Some... Those are my thoughts, no, not, by the way. I'm not stealing your words, <laughs> but similar concept because we're in sync. Um, of like influencers. Oh, it was Janelle I was talking to you about this. Uh, influencers. We're, all, we're doing the same thing as influencers for free. And they're getting paid. Exactly. Yeah, I'm trying we're to be like you. For free. Even if it's something like my food. <laughs> the food that I'm posting and the efforts that I'm yeah. putting in to the point that the food is cold before everybody's allowed to dig in. That's what influencers are Coming doing. at a cost. And I get a love struck eye <laughs> response. Just about. Maybe even that. Yeah. Who am I proving myself to? So yeah, the, the topic of our conversation when Janelle and I were talking about it was because we were like, let's be influencers. <laughs> but not a certain type of influencer, yeah. like food, yeah. influencing. I really want to do that. Because I'm a healthy meal. Yeah, follow would be like, oh, I had a really bad day. I had an aubergine, <laughs> aubergine dipper. Aubergine and it's like... But if I had it with bread, that's bad. That's bad. Oh, yeah, I'm working on my diet a little bit. But I don't really find that, that unhealthy. <laughs> no, I think my thing is, my body hates me. And so... If I put a crumb of something that isn't good in it, it goes, <laughs> and I triple in size immediately. So that's why I have to be super strict. Yeah. But I think I'm good at um, healthy recipes. Yeah, you are good. Thanks. You are good. Um, so I want to influence in that sense. Yeah, you should do it. I think, but you're really good at a lot of things. <laughs> no, you are really good at a lot of things. But I think food is something that you're passionate about. I am passionate. So about definitely things. explore it. Yeah, I'm considering it. It's just time. Do it. Yeah, it's time. It's a job. Yeah, it's a job. It's a real job. Like, especially... if you're passionate, Oof, you can do passion it. Passion doesn't always drive. Yeah, no, it, doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. We can try. We. Well, I'm not doing food. <laughs> That's another That's thing. Not I think my I'm a bit anxious at the moment about doing things by myself. Really. I think influencing feels so vulnerable. Oh. How can I influence? But yeah, no, it is, it is uncomfortable. But you need to, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody actually cares heck. about your that's life. True. And I see a lot of bad content. <laughs> like, I see a lot of content. I think, wait a minute, passion is just driving this person, <laughs> yeah. not talent. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they, I, I feel like they they get the furthest in life. They do. They're, they're passionate. Agreed. Do you know what I mean? And you can always, I don't believe work in, the whole, these in talent. I think talent is, is yeah. nonsense. Underrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Alright you do your food page okay. And I will do my construction page That's what I'm passionate about <laughs> I haven't I can't believe I'm glad we got into this In the first episode Because people need to know How weird you are Rukia's a plumber I'm a plumber You know Rukia With her full time job Says I just have always wanted To learn to be a plumber And I want to make Extra money And I think they made lo- Make loads of money so You said you was, you could start A business at one point Yeah yeah A plumbing business Yeah why not So Rikia did a plumbing course I've done a plumbing course On the side Level one Level one <laughs> Are you, What was your qualification Level one plumbing Level one plumbing, yeah, plumbing. So Rikia's a plumber I'm a plumber And it's funny Because I remember When you told me About the plumbing course I was laughing a lot But then I thought This makes a lot of sense for you Yeah I remember when we lived together in Galleons yeah. and my sink was, I was blocked. <laughs> yeah. I come into my bathroom and Rakia's on her back 
undoing all the pipes. This is before the course, by the way. <laughs> and I was like, no, flipping way. And you were enjoying it. You were getting all the gunk out. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Like yeah. that was doing it. I love you. like, do you know, if you remember that program called Life of Graham? Yes. My dream is, I have many dreams, but like to go to like a hoarder's house. Yes. And clean everything. This, which is I don't want to find any like mice tell. or anything, but like just finding shit and dirt. Oh, and that's a bit of me. I love a transformation. I need to help. I need your help, actually. I was going to ask you. What? In my flat, yes. you know the, <laughs> the can towels I on the floor in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. I want to clean the in-between of the towels. The, you want to grit? No, like, it's all, you know the towels on the floor? Yeah, on the floor. Yeah. yeah. I want in-between the towels. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, there's a pen that you can use. Ah. Mm. See? Yeah, we can pop to a B&Q after this. <laughs> there's a pen. Right yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love a little bit of DIY. I really, yeah. really do. It's independent women. I can do it all. You actually can. Yeah, I can do it all. You don't need no man. You can do our bag. I'm so slept on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. At, I'm good until I'm not good. I think that's... With what? Men. Oh, men. You know, this, this whole conversation is centered around men. Yeah, it's true. Today's yeah. episode is about men. Yeah. Oh, this is a shame because also the segment that we want to do is toxic. What is your toxic thought of the week? Yeah. So every week we want to discuss a toxic thought that it might not be toxic. It might be toxic, but it's something that you're maybe worried is toxic. Please submit them to us. Send yes, them to us. Let us know. Because we really want this podcast as well to be about your stories, like people's stories, because the whole point of this, as we've said, is for us to all feel seen. And the only way to do that is for us to be vulnerable and share our, show our asses. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also anonymously show your ass yeah, to us. Yeah, I said that word. Well, oh, I said you were struggling with the word at the start. Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. I'll say it was anonymity. Anonymity. Ano- oh, sorry. Anonymity. Min- no, 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 min- no, no, min- yeah. By the way, I don't. Jesus. I can't speak English, so you'll say, yeah, you'll quickly pick that up. I do Same. struggle sometimes to articulate myself, Same. but um, yeah, no, well done. So, oh yeah, also what I wanted to say about the podcast, we feel like we are, we're a generation of progressive babes. Mm-hmm. We all think we're progressive, but we all still have toxic and problematic thoughts. Yep. But I think we live in such fear of being cancelled. Mm-hmm. Even last night, we're like, wait, go. I, oh, I said to follow, I'm not on Twitter. I was like, go through your Twitter. See yeah. if there's anything that you've said, said yeah. that's problematic. Please don't go there. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit upset. You Drag her, her, guys. <laughs> Drag her. <laughs> but you know what? Like, we've all had problematic thoughts. I think we've all put stuff out there. Yeah. And I feel like instead of cancelling people, let's hold the people accountable. To, to a certain extent, when I saw Chris Brown at Wiz, I sat down. Mm. Because I'm still not here for Chris Brown. Wow, I, saw, I feel like I, you're dragging me. I saw you posting, but I feel like you, you felt brought that. this up to drag me. <laughs> I did, I just because I'm it. a bit gone. I'm even pointing at her right <laughs> <It's> now. <laughs> I'm a little. But bit you know gone. what? Like, fair enough. Maybe you know you enjoy his music. Yes. Okay. I, I'm not gonna lie. If we're getting into, let's get into it. Fine. <laughs> Chris Brown is incredibly toxic mm-hmm. and problematic. Mm-hmm. He's an abuser. Yeah. And I, Lord knows, I don't mess with that. I am, however, a little bit conflicted for some reason because I don't feel angry. Like, as much as I dislike what he's done and everything, I think it's because I don't rate him. I've written him off my head as one idiot. But I don't feel like actual anger. Yeah. But obviously, so on WizKids concert, when he came out, I wasn't, if I'm honest, Mm. like, 
going through as I would with somebody else. <laughs> I wasn't like, Chris, yeah. Mm. But I was like, oh, I like this song. Yeah. And I'm happy this fair. song is on. You know what, I think also what's important to note is that a lot of people are passionate about things that they've experienced. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I've pers- I've experienced domestic violence. Of course. So for me, anybody yeah. who represents that, I'm like, cancelled, cancelled, yeah. cancelled. No, Whereas trust me, I, maybe Chris, yeah. if the baby, he says something problematic about like gay people or whatever, yeah. I not be, might not have as much vim. Yeah. And I think we live in a generation where everybody feels like they have to be passionate about everything. Yes. And, and it's so hard. We're not. Yeah. We're not. Like, I definitely like, I don't agree with anything that the baby said. Yeah. But I'm not as passionate because I haven't experienced yeah, yeah. personally anything. But with yeah. Chris Brown, I'm like, he's an abuser. I've experienced that. I feel like he's done something with Karuchi. It was the Karuchi well. thing. Because I, I yeah. actually, um, sorry to cut you off a That's little fine. bit. I think people forget about Karuchi. Mm. People, when we talk about Chris Brown's abuse, everyone says, Rihanna. That's what happened in 2009. They, and Whatever, they, yeah. they even got back together. People say like, it's not that deep. Basically. Yeah. Even yeah. she's forgiven him. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. ah, do you guys not remember the Karuchi Oprah saga yeah, where she yeah. was crying on Oprah's shoulder because he abused her? Yeah. Even that Back to Sleep song. You want me to say your name, girl? Karuchi. Karuchi. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> what? And we're banging that. Yeah. That's abuse yeah. on the track. Yeah, it's abuse on the track. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, sorry. I feel like I could forgive Chris Brown if I feel like he I actually I haven't forgiven him. him. If he held himself accountable. Yeah, yeah, if I he held himself... Because I don't... I believe in people's capacities, capacity to change. Yeah. So I feel like if he held himself accountable and he was like, maybe publicly, you know, if I'm being real, was doing the work. Agreed. Fair enough. It doesn't help that his public image is like a douche. He yeah, period exactly. period of being... Yeah. Horrible, yeah, yeah, just in every way yeah. for a while. Yeah, I don't like Chris Brown. The more I think about him, the more yeah. I'm like, no, but yeah, he's a musician. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You can't help but like a melody of the song. Yeah, but because I've experienced, I'm like, yeah, come on, I have Vim. Yeah, but again, yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah, going back to but also what you're the extent about. of it as well. Because when I think about people like R. Kelly, mm. there's no element of calm. Yeah, I get angry. <laughs> yeah. Like, even I, I know there are a lot of people that are like, oh, it's not that deep. I still, oh, I know everyone's cancelled him, but I still play. No, you are stupid for doing that. <laughs> Turn the. Did track you play him off. before he went to like prison and stuff? No. Okay. Oh, Once I did. Surviving R. Kelly came out. Yeah. He was out of here. Ah. Uh, what about before though? Because we all knew what was going on for years. So uh, yeah, I, I had to check myself. Okay. Because yeah. but also I was a child. I was a small girl. <laughs> when when all of that was happening. Because of the way it was told to us, it wasn't like, this guy's crazy, you know? It was like, oh, he peed on a little girl and yeah. maybe he's just a kinky kinky sex person. But mm. and the, the little girl part wasn't a part of the story as much. Yeah. It was like more that he peed on somebody. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, in my older years, now I'm like, that is We woke. Nuts. We woke. We woke. But yeah, we're trying, to, we're trying to do the work trying. publicly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, please submit your please problematic submit thoughts your pro- so we can your kind of thoughts, yeah. unpick yeah. What's a gone? Yeah. And so we can shame you. If it's, <laughs> yeah, like, if it's too toxic, we're going to shame you. No, I'm joking. But <laughs> oh, yeah, come our toxic thought. What was supposed to be our toxic thought of the week this week? So my toxic thought was my life might be a little bit easier with a white man. <sighs> Maybe we can get Tune into in next time. That is a long one to get into. Com- yeah, let's address yeah. it next, next week. Next episode. We'll yeah. Today, I think, what was mine? Oh, that dating men in London is yeah. awful. Awful. I don't even know how toxic that is. But <laughs> if you want to believe it, that's up to you. If you yeah. If you don't believe it's toxic. But well done us. Well done us. I'm yeah, proud I'm well proud. Us, how much? Oh, we're over. we're over. Sorry. There's a big clock on the wall. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's handy. 
to know. Well, yeah. But thanks for tuning in. I'm, um, you know. You know. Glad you got this far. <laughs> if you have. done this. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Please follow us. At. <laughs> at Wait Am I Toxic on Instagram. Wait Am I Toxic on Twitter. Twitter Stushman. Twitter, we're never going to follow We've got like four followers. Us followers. Yeah. Even our friends didn't follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Try we and follow us there. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for tuning in. Submit your toxic thoughts and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.